Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, and welcome back to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser, and I'm very excited to be back with Brian Baker. Yay! You're back! I'm back. From your DBS clinical trial stuff, whatever. Research. Yes, but um, aside from DBS, we get to learn about something else today. Something else? Yes, there is something else out there. Um, And we have a special guest with us, Mark Whitman. Hi, Mark. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Coming to us from Maryland. Um, but Mark is going to talk to us today about focused ultrasound, or FUS. Um, Mark actually reached out to us um, uh, via just from the from the podcast and watching and watching um, Brian's story and Roz and all of our discussions about DBS. And he pointed out that we have not touched on focused ultrasound, which we have not. And um, and Mark has gone through a clinical trial. Even though there is, it is FDA approved to do the one side, um, but he's part of a clinical trial that did the bilateral focused ultrasound. So again, Mark, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, so let's, before we get into the focused ultrasound, tell us about yourself, about your Parkinson's diagnosis journey. Sure. I was diagnosed in 2009, so I'm with uh, young onset uh, Parkinson's. It's been quite a few years. I'm 60 years old today. Uh, not today, but uh, I'm. I'm it's my birthday today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, so you were diagnosed 2009. Yes, and uh, you know, it was I progressed? My symptoms weren't too bad for many years, but uh, uh, in 2000. Uh, 21, I guess it was. I was. I had a. I, exercise has been a big part of my my uh, medication, if you will. Uh-huh. What I, what I do, and uh, I had uh, a carcinoma removed from my leg, and at the time I couldn't exercise, so my symptoms got worse, significantly worse, uh, and uh, uh, it was time that I had to do something. And my wife and I had. Uh, the year before, we had uh, decided to change neurologists at the time because uh, with the with the COVID and things that were going on with that, mm-hmm. it was difficult to get an appointment with my uh, with my neurologist, and uh, we really liked her. But it was a time that uh, we've always tried to uh, stay with uh, you know someone who's on the cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Cutting edge, and so we made the decision to make the move. And uh, I prayed about it and thought, to you, you know, what, uh, you know, where should I, what should I do, who should I go see? And and I did a search and I found out about focused ultrasound at that point. And Dr. Fishman at the University of Maryland was uh, the doctor that I found that uh, could accept me, and uh, uh, that's that's how it started. Wow! So. Did you, was he happy with where you were on medication or was he the one that brought it up or were you interested in something No, I, I brought it up. Uh, he was okay with, I mean, my medication, I was taking uh, Ritari and Selegiline okay. at the time. 
and still do. Uh, but uh, like I said, I was dealing with this uh, other issue with the carcinoma of my leg, and I had that mm-hmm. removed. And it just really it, it inhibited me from being able to exercise like I had been. So uh, I knew I had to do something because my symptoms had gotten worse. And uh, that's when I we talked about uh, DBS and focused ultrasound, and I just decided that you know DBS is the is the gold standard, if you mm-hmm. will. I mean that's you know that doesn't change. Focus is a good focused ultrasound is a good alternative, I believe in. You know, at the time, uh, it was I. I really didn't feel like I wanted wires uh, coming down in my brain, and didn't wasn't excited about having a mm-hmm. a pacemaker put in my chest. And uh, so he said, to, "You know, which, which way do you want to go?" And I decided right away to go with focused ultrasound. And that was uh, right before right before Thanksgiving of 2021, and. Uh, you know, I came home and uh, that day, and uh, yeah, I think it was the next day, they contacted me and and, and uh, one of the managers of the clinical trial mm-hmm. contacted me, and I get started uh, with uh, preparing for the for the to be to participate in the trial. So, what is focused ultrasound for those that don't know what the procedure well, actually, is? Actually, it's MRI guided focused ultrasound, mm-hmm. and it's. They use the analogy of uh, if you're burning a leaf on a on a sidewalk, you take a uh, a magnifying glass. The sunlight you know streams down through the through the through the uh, magnifying glass and burns the uh, yep burns the uh, leaf. So so that's you know using that analogy, I guess, or that example. That's how it works. It's they use the focus ultrasound and they. They shave your head. Uh, my hair hasn't come back here as good as Brian has, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, they uh, they put a, a, a halo of, of some sorts on okay. your head and they screw that into the, into your head or to hold it in place, mm-hmm. and then you're you're bolted onto the, to the table, I guess, that fits into the MRI. And then they they target a certain area and they do one side at a time. My first my first time I my first side was done January fifth, twenty twenty two, and uh, you know that took that was somewhat of an ordeal. Be upfront with you, it was it took six hours to oh. do the first side, which was a little longer than normal. But uh, it was because of my blood pressure was kind of up and uh, kind of varied a good bit and. Uh, Took a while to get imagine. it done, but it was, it was, uh, you know, I was awake through the whole thing, and uh, so the are second side. Sorry, so are they like? I'm using the burning analogy, and I know it's it's probably yeah. a little bit extreme, but are they doing that for six hours? Well, it's a sonication, and they uh, they target an area of your brain. That they have a certain area that they're targeting. They use the MRI to target, uh-huh. and and then they'll they'll. They'll alert you that hey, there's a sun. We're going to do a sonication, mm-hmm. and they they're really numbing your your uh, target area in your brain. Okay. And you know, so they're 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 targeting that area. Then they they zap you or hit you with a sonication, and then they wheel you out and they'll tell you hey, how, you know, we test mm. the results of that that okay. area. 
So you kind of go back and forth, back and forth. Exactly. Does it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt, but it's hot. You can feel the heat. And they also warned me. I'm curious, Brian, if you noticed this with the the DBS, but uh, they... they, uh, when they when they sonicate you, you get the feeling that, and they told me to expect this that you're doing backflips. So I kind of envisioned myself doing a backflip in my brain. That's that's odd to say that, but it's it was a perfect. And they told me to expect it because I think it's next to an area of your brain that deals with with uh, your equilibrium and, and you know becoming dizzy and that sort of mm. thing. So yeah, I didn't have any. Uh, I didn't experience any of that. Yeah, it's, it was uh, like it made you. Did it make you like nauseous? Because it was like that uh, type of thing. I, I, it could, but I did not. I did not get nauseous. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, I think some people do. Mm. And so, then, so you uh, waited. Yeah. So you did the first side, and then they didn't do the second side right away. And they, that's correct. They waited six months, and they do that because the clinical trials <clears throat> for the safety and efficacy of, mm-hmm. of the procedure and. Um, I guess they, 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 through testing, they understand that it takes six months to really make sure that you're going to be, you know, it'll be safe to do the second side. So they want to make sure it's safe to do the second side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So did you have, like with Parkinson's or with DBS, we, the first time I did it, I had like what they call the honeymoon stage, where it was about a week where I had like no symptoms. Did you have that yeah. same thing? Yeah, I did. Yeah. What was your yeah, biggest was, symptom? Like, what did you see immediately go away? Well, I I was tremor dominant uh, for Parkinson's, and I, I also had dyskinesia was very prominent for me. I had a lot of dyskinesia, and uh, I, I this is it's like a a second chance. It's really I'm very pleased with the outcome. Uh, it uh, I was. Uh, with a friend of mine having breakfast, this is uh, several months ago, and and we were talking, and I said, you know, it's like when I used to have Parkinson's. There are days that I go by that I don't even think about having <laughs> Parkinson's disease. Wow. And, uh, you know, that's, that's life, it, it's been life-changing for me. How long does it last? Is well, it- that's a good question. I don't know that, uh, because it's new, you know, there's people that had just one side, mm-hmm. bilateral, it's new, but uh, I've, I don't know. I think it's, I'm, my expectation is similar to what I've heard about DBS, which is about five years uh, or longer, hopefully. Okay. Uh, I've also heard from uh, a clinic that does uh, DBS and, and uh, focused ultrasound for, for essential tremor that, uh, that uh, you know, they don't. They're not doing it, uh, DBS for essential tremor anymore. They're only using focused ultrasound because they're they've sensed they've seen it lasting much longer uh, using focused ultrasound. The results have been are they longer. is it is focused? Well, actually, that's a good question for you too, Brian. So, what is DBS? What did they say DBS is for? Like, is it? Is it for more so like with tremor or dystonia or like whatever? Did they say it anything? I think with the DBS, my understanding is that they just, they, they target different parts of the brain uh-huh. as far as contact points for the electrode. Yeah. And then. Depending on what your symptoms are. 
And then what about the focused ultrasound? Is there a specific symptom then? Is it dem or is it tremor dominant? Tremor dominant, okay. yeah, that's my understanding, as well as uh, uh, the, the dyskinesia has been a big issue. Now, part of the thing that went into my decision was the uh, the the focus ultron is not reversible, correct? So once it's done, it's done. That's correct, but because it's something that they, as I said, they they start out, they don't crank up the heat right away. You know, they they start slow, and they really it's nothing. They talk about there's nothing that they can, because they start at such a low, you know, heat level, mm -hmm. that's my term, you know, that it's very safe that way. They just, and they creep it up mm -hmm. until they're, they're sure they get the right spot, then they do a sonication that's heating the, or creating the ablation of the, the cells in the brain. So I know somebody um, that, um, I used to box with, he's in Ohio, um, and uh -huh. he had just, I think, the one side done. And I, I want to say uh -huh. he was he was actually like in a wheelchair for, and he's, he's young, he was only in his 50s or 60s, but I think wow. he was so, it was so hard for him to walk um, that he was either using a walker or in a wheelchair, uh -huh. and he had focused ultrasound done, and it was, he like walked out that day. It was like a miracle. Wow, and man. I believe he said now, he did a couple years later, he did get DBS. So yeah, can you have yeah. focused ultrasound and then do DBS? Yes, but, but you, you can't do it the other way. Right, you so you can't, do. so you're screwed. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian can't get the focused ultrasound now because he had DBS, correct? That's my understanding, okay. yes. Okay. Interesting. So how was the second time around? Much shorter, but uh, to be quite honest, I feel like the, the first side, which was my right side, my brain left side of my, my body, it's opposite, as you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt the first side was the results are better than the second side. Uh, and I don't know why that is. Uh, uh, but uh, it just seems like it's. I have. I still have a slight tremor on my on my right side, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's not near what it was. So I'm. I'm just really thrilled with the. Yeah. So what activities were you like most excited to get back to doing, or, or doing something that you haven't done in a while because tremors were hindering? Well, you know, I didn't know it at the time, but my son and I have a. My son's grown now, and he's. He's, he played college baseball, but we, through all of his life as a, as a youngster, we would watch Field of Dreams before opening day of baseball, and then we'd go out and have a catch. Mm -hmm. And I could throw the baseball. I didn't notice it right away, but the years have gone by. I couldn't throw the baseball or catch a baseball like I one time could. Mm -hmm. And after the first procedure, I picked up the baseball and I threw it and it was very normal to me like I wow. was to get. So that was really cool. So that's one thing that that really, I wasn't even expecting it. Dr. Fishman, my neurologist said, you know, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because that's what Parkinson's is. You know, the way that your muscle activity is connected together. Mm -hmm. uh, Made throwing a baseball and catching a baseball very easy. And we just did uh, our, our, we watched a movie and then had our catch last week, last Saturday for for this year's baseball season. So that's awesome. Uh, that was it was it has been really a, a neat blessing for me. But I, I think of things. I'd like to go skiing again. I used to ski a lot. Yeah. And I haven't skied. I didn't ski this year. I don't know if I'll get to that or not. But uh, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't mind trying that again because that was a big part of what I did. So. That's great. So yeah. what do you recommend for people out there? Because I actually have, um, I, you guys probably hear me talk about it a lot, but I have a group of young onset women um, that I talk to and they're actually, you know, they're all over the United States and uh, one of them brought it up actually earlier this week and I'm like, ah, funny you asked that. I'm, I'm interviewing yeah. somebody this about it. So, um, you know, for those that might be interested, you know, what can you tell them or where can you point them to to maybe for them to learn more? Well, first I'd go to the Focused Ultrasound Organization or Foundation at bus.org uh, uh, or the University of Maryland. I don't work for University of Maryland, but uh, man, they have done a great job uh, and they were such a uh, great team to work with. Mm -hmm. I just really, Dr. Eisenberg was the, the surgeon who did it, uh, 85 years old, I believe, yes, uh, surgery. Wow. This yeah. was awesome. I'm so glad that you reached out to us. Yeah, it's, it's great because it's not one one thing doesn't work for everybody. No. So this right. is great. Yeah. yeah, it's an alternative to what you've done. And I see, you know, I've met with some people who've had the DBS and they're very excited about the results. It's, Brian, you look very, very comfortable from, uh, you've done DBS now. And I guess you have, you've had it turned on. Correct. Am I correct there? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes. You've had it on yeah. for like six months. Yeah. Okay. And you no longer have that, uh, DB or not DBS, Parkinson's fog, I guess is the way to put it. I, yeah. The fog, I, the fog, the brain fog kind of went away right away. Yeah. 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 Is that the same for you? Like you feel Yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't yeah, know. The other thing I did, I, the weekend after my first slide, I went out for sushi and used Chopsticks eat sushi, which was nice. fun to do, you know. And I sent a video to my to the surgeon and to the doctors and said, "Hey, you guys, thanks a lot. That's great. They've done a great job." Um, my last question for you is: um, with DBS, they started saying, you know, it's it shouldn't be looked at as a last resort. You know, kind of get ahead of it type deal. Is that the same thing with focused ultrasound? Like, if you get it earlier, is it better or do you, should you wait until you're more symptomatic? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I've heard that question asked about DBS. I'm not, I, I, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I would see it, think it would hurt at all to get it done early, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. Okay. We'll have to, we'll have to check into that. Yeah. This was yeah. great. Mark, thank you so much. Um, really appreciate you reaching out to us. Um, you know, I think it's a huge testament of, you know, patients. We like to learn from other patients. So, right. um, you know, anybody else out there who has a story or wants to educate us about something, please let us know. So again, Mark, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. It's, it's a little bit of hope that patients who have Parkinson's get, you know, they can experience DBS or focused ultrasound. It, it really is. I there are days that I don't even think about having Parkinson's, which is crazy to think that after, you know, dealing with it for many years like yeah. you all have, and it's yeah. it's a second chance. Well, that's actually a great way to end with our last thirty seconds. Is you don't have to look at Parkinson's as the end, right? There's so many things out there. We've now talked about DBS, focused ultrasound, medication, exercise, 
um, other therapies that are out there. Educate yourself, learn from others, talk to others, and see what's best for you. As always, consult with your doctor. But thanks again for tuning in. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.